Christmas waves a magic wand over this world, and behold, everything is softer and more beautiful. W.T. Ellis Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Elegant Balance podcast. I am so incredibly excited to be with you today. It has been a while since we've hung out. In fact, I looked to see when the last episode was posted, and it was like the end of September. So yeah, it's so great to be back. Life has just been full lately with lots of good things and lots of challenging things, and um, just something had to be taken off the plate, and that was the podcast for a while. I figure, you know, since this (laughs) entire platform is built on teaching you how to create work-life balance, I need to model that for you as well. So um, so yeah, I had to prioritize and focus in on some other things over the last couple months, but I'm back and I'm hoping that we will be back to kind of a regular posting schedule um, now that things have just kind of calmed down. So yeah, I guess let's just jump into it, right? Today's episode is all about being intentional during the holiday season. Now, I know it's it's just now November, but some of you are like in full-blown holiday season. You know, you've got the Christmas movies on, you've got the tree up, you're eating Christmas cookies and drinking hot chocolate every night that you possibly can. And others of you, like me, have not quite got there yet. <laughs> I think part of my reason is like, my birthday is November 14th, so next week, and I always want to celebrate like my birthday and at least get to Thanksgiving week before we start really doing all the Christmassy things. But Um, yeah, I like to think of Thanksgiving as like kicking off the holiday season. But either way, no matter where you're at, I hope that this episode today and talking about how we can really be intentional and thoughtful of how we approach the holiday season and really just creating a holiday season that really serves us and that aligns with our personal values, um, I hope it's, it's helpful for you as we kind of enter into this time of the year. So, yeah, around the holidays, it, things get crazy, right? Um, we're bombarded with different demands on our schedules. In fact, we usually have things like our own work holiday parties. We have invitations from friends and family to do things. And then you probably have kids' Christmas class parties or concerts. Or if you're like me, you also have a son who has a birthday in December and have to figure out how to fit that in there somewhere and make it special too. And on top of all of that, You're also trying to shop for gifts and plan menus and clean your home and attend church and squeeze in as many family traditions as you possibly can. And what happens is that a time that should be spent with family and a time that should be filled with joy quickly just becomes overwhelming and stressful and just not a lot of fun, right? I know as a mom, sometimes it can feel like everybody else is having fun because of the work you've put in. Um, but you're left just kind of exhausted and not really fully enjoying it or being present. And so much of the work-life balance research can kind of speak into this. 
Um, the, the research tends to focus on the concept of demands and resources, which we've talked about so many times on this, on this podcast, but I'm just going to say it again because it's kind of the framework for how I like to think about my approach to work-life balance. So resources are things like your time and your energy and your money and your mindset. When we don't have enough resources to meet all the demands that are coming our way, that's when we feel out of balance and we can ultimately feel burnt out. The holiday season, if, is, if we don't approach it intentionally, can be a season where the increase in demands, like all those things I just listed, all the parties and invitations and the gifts and the menus and the cleaning and all that stuff, that increase in demands can overtake our resources, right? So it's, this is a season where that especially can happen. So in today's episode, what I really want to dig into is just some simple ways that my family and I try to be intentional and thoughtfully approach the holiday season. So if you are tired of feeling overwhelmed and you're craving some peace and some joy this holiday season, then you are in the right place. And I'm so glad that you are here. All right. So number one, all I want for Christmas is, right? That's a big question that I think we should all kind of start with. So if you haven't noticed yet, or if you're brand new to this show or this podcast, I am a huge fan of intentionality. In fact, it's one of my favorite words, and I use it all the time, even with my MBA students when I'm teaching in, in that class. <laughs> so instead of living in reaction to the onslaught of holiday invitations and demands, I encourage you to just sit down and dream about your perfect holiday season. What does it include? What does it look like, right? I want you to dream it up, make a list, and then, and don't like hold yourself back. Like don't, you know, don't filter yourself as you're, as you're thinking about things, because this is a dream list, right? We can, we can whittle it down later. So make a list. And then you could even make this like a fun holiday tradition where you involve the entire family. Okay. Um, because it's not just you experiencing the holiday season, you're typically experiencing it together and you have specific family traditions and things that you want to do together. So it's a fun exercise. It's a dream exercise to do with your loved ones. So as you sit down and you dream about your holiday season, I want to really encourage you to just take a step back and ask yourself whether you truly need or want to be doing all the things. Or if you're just doing all of the things because you think you should, right? I want you to release yourself from the pressure to, to send Christmas cards or to buy gifts for every single person. Give yourself the permission to cut corners by purchasing pre-made cookie dough or pie crust or whatever that might be. Like, how can you make things easy? How can you take things off your plate that you really are not part of your dream holiday? Um, I, I want you to give yourself that permission, okay? We do not have to live up to the Hallmark movie standards of a Christmas celebration, okay? <laughs> That's just so unrealistic. Also, if you're like me, you are probably going to notice that many of the things that you put on your dream holiday list or your perfect holiday list, they're actually pretty easy things. They're actually within reach and things that you could actually I'm saying actually a lot of times, but there are things that you could actually implement and do. Things like spending time together or drinking hot chocolate or sitting by the fire or watching the Santa Claus for the 100th time, 
et cetera, et cetera, right? So like I said, get your spouse and your kids involved in this. Dream up the perfect season. Talk about what the most important things are that you want to make sure that you make time for this season. And my guess is that you're going to be surprised um, when you talk to them. I, I'm always surprised when my kids like ask to do something specific or they request a certain tradition that I didn't even know was a big deal, right? I think you'll be surprised by how much the little things actually matter and how much the big things don't actually matter. And then from there, from that list, from your dream list, you can use that to guide you in what you focus your different resources of time and energy and money on throughout the holiday season. What this does is it means that you've been intentional about envisioning what you want the holiday season to look like, and then you can actually approach the holiday season in an intentional way and making sure that you are hitting the big things and you know what what you can kind of just let slide. Okay, the second kind of step to this is that planning makes perfect. So once you have established your definition of a perfect holiday season, I want you to start planning for it. If there is a specific event that you don't want to miss, then you want to make sure that you put it on your calendar now so that you can plan around it, right? So for example, my daughter and I, we love to go and see the Nutcracker Ballet at Christmas. However, it's only in town for like one weekend in December. So if I don't put that on the calendar first, I run the risk of like double booking myself or just missing the show altogether, which would be extremely disappointing for both of us and probably result in a meltdown for her. (laughs) So make sure you kind of identify those big events that you don't have control over shifting like what time you do them and put those on the calendar first. Just start there. After you have all the events that have set dates on your calendar, then you can start to fill in the gaps with the smaller, more flexible activities and traditions that you identified as part of your dream holiday. However, it's going to be tempting to not put those on the schedule because they're so flexible, right? You can drink hot chocolate at any point. You can make sugar cookies at any point. But if you don't intentionally set aside an afternoon to kind of do that or set aside a specific evening to do that, then you run the risk of never getting around to it, okay? So make sure you pencil in some ideas of where you're going to try to fit those fun activities in. Finally, I know that the holiday season is one that many of us are trying to connect with friends and family, but the mental load and just the sheer number of texts and emails that are required to like pull off big holiday get-togethers with other people can be so exhausting, And if you're like me, a lot of times that falls on your shoulders, right? As the moms, like that's kind of my role is the scheduling and making sure we've got all the party invitations figured out and where we're going, when we're going. So that mental load and just, just that, I mean, it's not even a mental load when you're like responding to texts and things that can be really time consuming and just draining on your energy. So on a very practical note, I would encourage you to maybe create a shared Google calendar. For instance, I have one where I share it with my husband and my mom and my mother-in-law so that we can collectively plan and coordinate dates for family gatherings much better. That way people can see like, oh, they're going to be at the Nutcracker on this day, so I can't plan, you know, grandma's Christmas dinner on that same day or that same time, right? So again, coordinate 
make the coordination easier by creating a shared calendar. And that has been super helpful for us. Okay, let's move away from like kind of planning and talk a little bit about gifts. Gifts are super fun. I love getting gifts. In fact, I got a birthday gift in the mail today and I was so excited. It showed up in like a pink envelope from my mother-in-law. But we want to make sure that we keep it fun, right? So in addition to adding demands on our time and energy, the holiday season could also put a strain on our financial resources, right? When we feel like we're constantly having to buy gifts and even just expensive gifts, right? Everything is really expensive right now. Um, That can put a strain on our financial resources. And that can be stressful for us too. I know everybody's going to have different approaches to gift giving and different thoughts around how big or how many or how many people you give gifts to. So I'm just going to share my approach in hopes that maybe it's inspiration for you if you were thinking like, man, I wish we could simplify this but I don't know where to start or I don't feel like I can. Um, I'm just going to share my, my own approach. You can take it or leave it, okay? But it's so easy for us to get caught up in the gift buying craze, right? To feel like, oh, I got to buy all the gifts. I have to find all the things. Uh, we also, it's easy for me at least to feel paralyzed by the pressure of just trying to find the perfect gift for somebody, right? I feel like, There's just so many decisions to make there. How much money to spend? What is the perfect gift? What would they really like? Or what would they really use? Or what do they already have? And then also, I just can, I know it's easy to feel burdened by the societal expectations to spend a gob of money on Christmas. So I'm here to tell you that you can intentionally choose a different approach. You don't have to, but you can take a step back and kind of just reassess like how you're going to approach gifts this holiday season. So Start by deciding who you're going to purchase gifts for. Here's a helpful hint. You do not have to purchase a gift for everyone in your life, right? In fact, my family and I have intentionally limited our Christmas gift giving to our immediate family. So my husband, my kids, and myself, and then the grandparents, my mom and dad, and my in-laws. This alone has significantly simplified my holiday shopping as I'm only buying gifts for seven people. So if you're worried about what others and your family might say, I encourage you to just take some time and talk to them. Let them know that you're trying to simplify your approach this holiday season and that you don't plan to buy gifts for them, okay? Um, I know this might be a difficult conversation. It might be a little bit awkward the first time, but you know, there's a first time for everything and it'll be easier next season or next year. When you're doing that, be sure that you tell them that you don't expect them to buy you a gift either, that you don't need a gift, that you really are just interested in spending time with them and seeing them, and that you also don't expect them to buy gifts for your kids, right? So I think setting the expectations, having that that conversation up front can be really helpful. Um, Like my siblings and I, for instance, we have had an understanding for quite a while now that we don't buy gifts for each other and we don't buy gifts for each other's kids. I'm the oldest of four. And now I I think we're at seven or eight kids. Like that's a lot of, that's a lot of gifts. Um, And it's actually something that we're grateful for. And it's lifted a burden off of our shoulders. We don't have to feel guilty that we're not spending money on each other. Um, Instead, we can just focus on making sure we make time to see one another during the holiday. 
So yeah, like I said, they can be awkward conversations, but I do think that you need to have the conversation um, before just showing up without a gift. That might be even more awkward. Okay, so once you have your list of people figured out, then you can set a budget for everyone. Again, you know, money is a resource that we use to meet different demands. And so we want to make sure that we're stewarding our money well. And so the way we kind of do this is we list out the individuals that we have identified that we are going to purchase gifts for. And then we set a specific amount that we're going to budget for that person's gift. Um, in the past, we've used a cash envelope. That's getting harder and harder to do because a lot of times I like to buy gifts online. You can't use cash for that. But if you wanted to really, you know, focus in on the budgeting aspect, the cash envelope helps a lot. Um, another way you could do that is just put so much money on a prepaid visa. And when that money is gone, your gift, you're done buying gifts, right? Um, that is going to help you, help keep you from overspending. Okay, and then one final suggestion when it comes to just simplifying gift shopping and gift giving experience is to consider some different categories of gifts. Specifically, I'm specifically thinking about like gifts that we get for our children. Um, in our family, we tend to aim for something to play with, something to read, something to wear, and then a stocking that has like little treats and trinkets in it. Having categories helps cut down on the number of decisions that I need to make while shopping, which saves me time and energy, right? And it helps me stick to my budget because I'm not buying things on a whim that I might just come across when I'm walking through Marshalls, which <clears throat> it's very easy to do that. So um, when I stick to my budget, that's helping me save money or steward my money well. All right, and then the final kind of thought in terms of intentionally approaching the holiday season is just to proactively manage the holiday stress, right? It's going to be a busy season. And, you know, we can, we can kind of address that by, by planning and by scheduling and communicating, but we also need to make sure we're, we're taking some time to just engage in some self-care. And I know that that's easier said than done, but it's so important, right? And if you plan ahead for it, then you can engage in that self-care without all the guilt because you know that you've actually kind of set aside time for it. I will remind you again and again that self-care is more than a spa day or a bubble bath, although bubble baths are like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it might involve you just taking time to express gratitude in a morning journaling routine. Or it might be caring for your physical health by eating well and exercising. Or it might even just be making sure that you are getting enough sleep throughout this holiday season because you're going to need that energy, right, to, to truly enjoy the holiday season. So I encourage you to just try to stay in tune with what your body needs so that you have the energy, like I said, and the mindset, right? We want you to be, we want you to enjoy the holiday season. Um, we want, we don't want you to feel stressed. We don't want you to be in a negative mind, mindset. Um, we want you to truly be able to be present and enjoy the holiday season. And the best way to ensure that you can do that is to make sure that you are taking care of yourself throughout this entire, um, you know, entire holiday season. So, Again, it's easy to get swept away by all the things, 
whenever it comes closer to Thanksgiving and Christmas and just this whole season as this whole, the season as a whole. But I really want to encourage you to just set aside some time to get intentional about how you are going to approach this season with your family and making sure that you're focusing on the things that matter most, right? In that dream date, you're, you're setting aside time and identifying the traditions that matter the most to you and the things that you don't really care if you do again or not, right? If you're like us, we've tried lots of different things and some traditions have stuck and some have not. Um, but by kind of defining that up front, you can, again, make sure that you are hitting the main points throughout the next, you know, six or seven weeks, whatever we have before Christmas. Um, so yeah, I hope that this episode just is encouraging for you to be intentional with the, with the holiday itself and also just encouraging for you to know that it's okay to let go of the expectations that other people kind of have of what Christmas should look like. Um, this is your life. This These are your family traditions. Um, This is your holiday season, and you get to choose how you spend it. So all that being said, I hope that you have a wonderful, joy-filled week, and we will chat soon. Hey, have you grabbed your copy of the Elegant Balance Workbook? If not, what are you waiting for? I've said it time and time again, but work-life balance does not happen by accident. It takes intentional action on your part. So let me help you. Go to kayleehackney.com forward slash workbook to grab your copy today.